Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Science Bites podcast presented by the Houston Museum of Natural Science. I am your mental curator, Johnny Hemberger. And on the show today, we have Ryan Latham, who is the executive vice president of location-based experiences and the managing director of Hollow Theater. He is with Base Experiential and he and his team are the masterminds behind Dinosaur Discoveries, which is now playing in our giant screen theater at the Houston Museum of Natural Science. Ryan, thank you for showing up. Thanks, Johnny. Good morning. Happy to be here. I'm glad you're happy to be here because I'm very excited to be talking to you to hear about what went into Dinosaur Discovery. So we'll start off with this. Ryan, can you just tell us what Dinosaur Discoveries, the show, is all about? Yeah, so Dinosaur Discoveries is part of this new immersive cinema medium that in partnership with the Houston Museum of Natural Science, we have really developed inside the Wortham Giant Screen Theater, reimagining that space as a visual canvas to deliver immersive content for audiences. And Dinosaur Discoveries is the first storytelling opportunity for this new immersive cinema format that places audiences inside the boots of leading paleontologists in the field, making the next great discoveries that'll shape how we see dinosaurs tomorrow, uh, but also immersing them with dinosaurs, um, really unlike any other way that they may have um, engaged with dinosaurs before in the past. The visual experience itself encompasses a four-screen projection system with breathtaking panoramic views. Um, it, it includes a holographic scrim that creates a dimensional and uh, layered experience, a, a 3D experience without the use of boxes or goggles. And uh, it, it puts audiences on this inspirational journey that takes them through the history of discoveries on dinosaurs, really what has shaped how we know dinosaurs today, what we think about how they looked like and sounded like, the connection between birds of the present and dinosaurs of the past, but really leaving them inspired both visually through the immersive experience and also um, through the inspirational storytelling that's involved with the content. Absolutely. And, and I've been lucky enough to have seen the progress of this film because like you said, it's, it's like nothing else audiences have ever experienced and in the, the museum and and base experiential have been kind of building this up from the ground and it has been an amazing experience to watch it come to life do 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 y'all feel over there at base experiential that it's kind of like it's a it's a baby that you've brought into this world and you've, you've nurtured it and you've watched it mature is it is there is there this is there this sense of of pride in in what y'all have accomplished uh no doubt yeah for sure um you know we're very excited um about seeing this new medium for entertainment and educate educational content being delivered in museums and giant screen theaters there's also an application of this for flat floor spaces like exhibition spaces um but absolutely johnny we're very excited and fortunate to have had a partner like the houston museum of natural science really go through the development process of this because there is a lot that's gone into it just in terms of getting into the space creating that immersive um, canvas if you will to utilize for the storytelling and then really playing around with the content to make it optimized for this type of setting uh, the company 
itself started out using um, some of the technology that's used with Hollow Theater for touring music productions, um, digital um, digital performers paired with live entertainment entertainers and bands, and this was a totally different um, animal, if you will. Uh, we had to really spend a lot of time in the space, almost utilize the theater as a working studio space, optimizing the content and really getting all layers of content. There's really four different canvases of content and multiple layers of content that have to come together um, and really unify to deliver this experience. And that took a lot of work. And we're, and we're very grateful uh, for the partnership that we have with the museum and, and really going through that process uh, with us along the way. It's been exciting. Awesome. So one of the, the the coolest things, obviously, no matter what age, you're going to come in and you're going to want to see these dinosaurs just loud and proud and in your face, which they are through the holographic experience. But you can't have a, a dinosaur that is, for all intents and purposes, life size, because that's the size of the space. That's the size of the screen. And you have a dinosaur that large life size or even if you're looking at something like a, a velociraptor which is a lot smaller but then blown up to you know dozens of feet tall it really is incredible and one of the the most amazing things to me again just just watching this process unfold and, and the, the different iterations of it when you have a creature that large and in front of you the way the creature looks the way the dinosaur looks is critical and I will say y'all have knocked it out of the park with how these dinosaurs look. And arguably, these are the most current, to my estimation, these are the most current depictions of dinosaurs anywhere on Earth that you can experience in any production ever. Can you talk about that little, that not little process, that process of, of the iterations of dinosaurs? And I use the word little because it's granular you can see the muscles moving under the skin you can see the skin moving over the muscle can you talk a little bit about that experience about that process literally bringing these dinosaurs to life before your very eyes in high definition and right in front of your face can you talk about those dinosaur models and why people should be excited sure um well one of the things we wanted to do with the film experience was take audiences you know, into the room with paleontologists that were debating over different discoveries and how dinosaurs sounded, what they looked like, what their colorations were. Take them through the discoveries uh, that we've made in more recent years that have kind of shaped some of the thinking about connections between birds of today that are around every day and the connections that they may have had to the dinosaurs of the past. Um, so we wanted this to be a really all-encompassing experience and journey uh, through paleontology, through scientific discovery, but also leave people inspired about the discoveries of tomorrow that are still to be made that are going to continue to shape how we see dinosaurs. Now, in terms of presenting dinosaurs, there's a couple things in play there. Um, certainly, we're very fortunate to have worked uh, closely with the team at um, the Houston Museum of Natural Science, their paleontology department, their education department, uh, to really fine tune how we present the dinosaurs that are included in the experience and uh, the new discoveries on these dinosaurs that we try to present through the animation and the rendering of, 
of those dinosaurs in the experience. And then from from a content, purely a content standpoint, when when the the animation was created, these were all three D environments that were generated. Um, each of the environments that you see, the animation environments that you see in the film. Uh, and then the dinosaurs themselves were created separately and independent of those environments, allowing us to really create that layered experience where you have the 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 environment of the dinosaurs in 2D on the back screen. And then in the forefront on the holographic screen is the dinosaurs. And to your point, uh, some of those present more um, closer to you know, lifelike size, depending on the scene and the part of the experience. And then in other moments, we leverage the visual canvas and the um, experience in the room to bring you maybe closer to those dinosaurs than you have before and other experiences on dinosaurs that you may have embarked on. So um, there may be a moment where, you know, a Dakota Raptor or a T-Rex is much more bigger in the room and feels much more grandiose because we're able to do that with the technology that's used in the visual canvas. We can really um, play around with how the content is presented in the room to bring you up close and personal to the bigger dinosaurs, but also the smaller ones as well at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's to, to that point, one of the things that, that I was blown away by and what I believe that anybody listening to this right now, anybody who goes and, and experiences dinosaur discoveries will be blown away by is that you have something like the Dakota Raptor, which is about six feet tall. It's it's what we picture in, in height, at least to the Jurassic Park Raptor. It doesn't look anything like the Jurassic Park Raptor because we know so much more about dinosaurs now. Uh, it's a way more accurate depiction. But when it's that big and it's in your face and you see the musculature of, of yeah. like the thigh muscles underneath the skin just that that fluidity that that dynamic like that the real world physics of how muscles move under skin that is such a it's it's not a little thing but it's one of those things that it's it's almost subconscious but that little depiction of muscles moving underneath skin fluidly just adds infinitely to the immersion and the realism of what you are what you are witnessing what you're being a part of in the room there i wanted to ask because paleontology as a scientific field itself is ever evolving for yep. lack of a of a better word and when you start a process like dinosaur discoveries from from the ground up which takes a, a, a you know a, an amount of time while you were producing dinosaur discoveries yep were was there new information being presented that made you have to go back to the drawing board a couple times so to speak or make tweaks on the fly because of what we learned maybe a day ago or what we realized maybe a week ago has as the field kind of advanced yeah so it's um it's an interesting question it's an interesting part of the uh process and, and to be quite frank one of the more exciting parts of the process is that you know you're creating a piece of content on a field that is changing Every single day, there are you know experts and and uh, professionals in the field as we speak. You know, making discoveries, working on new discoveries, learning new things, analyzing new things that we're finding, and how we see dinosaurs today is not how we'll see dinosaurs tomorrow. It's going to continue to evolve as we learn more and make more discoveries, and that's really part of the the essence of what we try to convey with the storytelling. But um, to two of your 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 points on the 
you know, the details of the creatures. And, and this is where, you know, the animation team did a really good job of paying attention to the smaller details that, you know, when those smaller details come together, creates a really strong uh, visual presence of, of, you know, how these dinosaurs are presented through through the, the technology that's used, whether it's the muscle structure, the, the way the skin moves, the way um, the feathers on like the Dakota Raptor appear, some of the colors. So that all comes together um, really nicely. And, and those are the details that were paid a lot of attention to in the animation process. And with respect to, you know, the content itself throughout the production process, this is where working very closely with the paleontology department for the museum was so essential to the process um, because we were able to present, um, you know, depictions of dinosaurs and how we were telling the story. Uh, we had, you know, a team of um, scientific and paleontological you know, advisors and consultants that had been involved in various projects along the way and then work directly with the museum and the museum departments to really fine tune those uh, depictions of the dinosaurs and even things as simple as what kind of vegetation was in some of the, you know, the scenic backgrounds and things like that. So really working closely with the museum on those finer details that when you put them all together, certainly make a big difference. So. Yeah. And, and that's one of the most fascinating things to me about this entire process. Just me, me geeking out over here about the, the process of, of filmmaking and, and the scientific background that, that goes into it. It's that this production wasn't just, you know, the imagination of an artist of what they alone, the person alone, or even the team thought about what a dinosaur could look like or should look like. No, this entire process was working shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand with the most current paleontologists, with the most current theories of the time, making sure that the animals and even like you said, the backgrounds, the vegetation that goes into uh, dinosaur discoveries is the most current that it could possibly be. It's not just an imagination on paper and then tweaking it based on the changing imagination. It's it's the experts. This is it's not just their uh, expert opinion. It's kind of a consensus. Okay, this looks most accurately what like what we currently believe dinosaurs to look like. And the film itself, I don't want to give away too much of it because I want people to be excited to go see it and sure. they really should because it, an integral part of this film, it's almost kind of meta, if I can use a, a youth word <laughs> right now, is that the, the film itself is a depiction of the wildly fascinating changes that happen all the time in the field of paleontology all the discoveries the dinosaur discoveries if you will um they they mention in the film you know how do we know you know how do we know what colors the dinosaurs were we look around at birds and 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 things of this day that have all this radiant plumage or dull plumage or whatever how do you find how do we know what the color of the dinosaurs were in the film. I won't give it away. Delves into that. You come yeah. away with, with knowledge of how we know that two things, how we know that dinosaurs came from birds. That's not old news, but that's been a theory since the eighties or whatever. Jurassic park touched on it. The film goes into that. Like, but how do we know Jurassic park doesn't go into like, how do we know they came from birds? Dinosaur discoveries tells you exactly how we think they came from birds and exactly how we think we know of the, the, pigmentation of of the skin or the plumage and the feathers of of these dinosaurs 
And that is what's so fascinating uh, to me is not only are we talking about in this podcast, how do you make dinosaur discoveries, but the actual film itself talks about how paleontology is changing and why scientists believe what they believe, why the theory evolves the way it evolves. So yeah. for if so for anybody fascinated with dinosaurs, it's not just, hey, look at these cool dinosaurs, look at this stuff immersing you with with holograms and just being blown out of your chair by by the immersion of it all. But there's meat on that T-Rex bone there with how we know and how we believe, how we think that dinosaurs look, why scientists believe this way. That is one of the most fascinating uh, things to me. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you touch on really the balancing act of the production, uh, you know, the the production, the visual experience, the storytelling approach really all meet. And this was the objective to meet at the crossroads of education, inspiration, entertainment and immersion. And we wanted to bring all of those visual and educational and entertaining elements together to create one experience that would educate, entertain, and inspire um, audiences. And one of the things that, one of my takeaways, and and why I'm excited to show my three-year-old son uh, this film, and an adult, it could be a 35-year-old, 45, 55, 65, 75-year-old, is I want them to go see dinosaur discoveries first when they come to the museum, go see dinosaur discoveries and then go into the Morian Hall of Paleontology after seeing dinosaur discoveries and after having this incredible understanding of what dinosaurs were, kind of how they looked, where the current field of science is, watch the film, see the dinosaurs in their most accurate form that they've ever been presented, and then go to the actual mounts we have in the in the Hall of Paleontology and let your imagination run wild. It's almost like our three T-Rexes, you can visualize them stomping around the hall. And to me, you know what, I know that... <laughs> Dinosaur Discoveries, uh, and, and there's not a lot of theaters around the world that do this, but Dinosaur Discoveries is so realistic. And since they are so in front of you, so to speak, you're there in the room with them, I can almost smell them. It's one of the things that I, I tell my wife and I joke around with people. I was like, you know, we see dinosaurs, but have you ever thought about how these beasts smelled? They probably smelled horrible and that is one of the things that dinosaur discoveries uh imparts on me is you get so close that you can almost smell them the realism is is so detailed and and finite that you can almost smell these creatures yeah well and to your to your point as well um about having something for everybody we we did really want this to be a generational experience we wanted this to be something that the entire family um, would would get something out of that would be immersed and driven into the storytelling and the visual experience. There's something in this for everybody. Um, And that's exactly what we were hoping for is that people would go to this experience, uh, watch this film, be inspired and immersed, and then embark on the rest of their journey through the museum and go into the Hall of Paleontology and really have such a better understanding of what we know, how we've discovered it, but the path of discovery mm-hmm. and even looking at 
the incredible collection that the Houston Museum of Natural Science has, which is really world-renowned um, mm -hmm. for paleontology, look at that collection, embark on the, the path of discovery that the museum takes you on through the field of paleontology, and really be inspired to think about what connections we may make tomorrow, what new discoveries there may be to make. And our next great paleontologists may be walking through that hall of paleontology at the museum there. Um, and our hope as you know, content creators is that we will create some of those you know, touch points of, of inspiration uh, for, for folks that will make the discoveries for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it, we're getting... I want to get a little bit slightly abstract here, but it, it's something that dinosaur discoveries inspired in me. And, and to your point, exactly. It's, it's multi-generational that no matter if you're three years old or you're 95 years old, that you walk out of that experience because it is an experience. Dinosaur discoveries is an experience that you come out of there inspired to learn more, inspired to maybe come up with your own theories and test your own theories based on what you've seen in Dinosaur Discoveries, the scientific process, and then what you go see in the Morian Hall of, of Paleontology. One of the theories, this is where we're gonna spitball a little bit here, get a little bit abstract. Maybe I want your opinion, see what you think about this. Talking about T-Rex specifically, after I watched Dinosaur Discoveries, it popped into my mind since it's such an inspirational film to watch, how, you know, there's debate on how fast t-rex was and and the science of that changes and it maybe you know jurassic park it couldn't really catch up with a jeep or follow a jeep for very long maybe it was a little slower maybe whatever i came up with this little theory after watching dinosaur discoveries that maybe t-rex and i have not verified this i need to ask some paleontologists about this but this is what science is all about coming up with a theory and then and following that scent that maybe t-rex specifically uh, stayed in family groups more than maybe we kind of realized that maybe maybe the big giant adult T-Rex couldn't run so fast. And I remember watching Dinosaur Discovery, seeing the muscles moving underneath the skin yeah. of, of T-Rex and everything, thinking, so maybe it couldn't run too fast. An adult giant, you know, is the size of two African elephant, whatever, like the giant male T-Rex, like Stan we have in the in the paleo yeah. paleontology. Maybe they weren't so fast, but the youth were the adolescents had to be at least in in my theorizing so maybe it was mommy and daddy t-rex saying sick them to the youngins maybe they could run fast enough that maybe they could go make the kill and then the adults kind of come in and, and feed off the carcass but i wouldn't have even been inspired to have that theory which i don't know if it is correct or not but it's fa it's fascinating and fun to think about i wouldn't have even thought of that theory gone down that kind of very stimulating mental tangent if i didn't see dinosaur discoveries and i didn't see the muscles moving under the skin so that is what i am so excited for people to see dinosaur discoveries is because it will inspire the audience young and old to go make their own discoveries yeah uh, absolutely and you know i think one of the other things that we wanted to do with the depiction of dinosaurs and the dinosaur content that's included in the film is yes, show those exciting, tense, um, edge of your seat moments of interaction that we're used to seeing in you know pop culture films and and other depictions of dinosaurs that make the exciting make the the experience very exciting and 
intense, but also show the you know emotional behavioral side uh, of what we've learned mm-hmm. and discovered and think we know about dinosaurs, whether it's you know playful interaction um, or it's caring and nurturing for their young, you know, things like that. We wanted to wrap into this experience as well in the depiction of dinosaurs to really try to give an all-encompassing view um, that would do exactly that, get you thinking about what else we don't know and haven't discovered and what are those other, you know, pieces of the puzzle that we're still trying to put together to help us to really understand these creatures that millions of years ago you know, this planet was theirs, um, you know, and um, it's it's pretty fascinating to think about. Mm-hmm. And Dinosaur Discoveries does a, a wonderful job of inspiring that that kind of mental creativity, encouraging. I mean, the whole y'all have to go watch the film. You, you just have to go go watch this and be immersed by it, the Dinosaur Discoveries, because part of the story is just that it is paleontologists young and old whether they are official you know card carrying paleontologists yet theorizing these things and sometimes they they meet with resistance i i really think a dinosaur was bird oh go back to the drawing board that's poppycock there's no way that whatever and you just keep pursuing this theory and 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 testing this theory using the scientific method on this theory and you find out wow dinosaurs really were uh, related to birds way way more than we have thought you know, you know a few decades ago not only that the way dinosaur they used to show t-rex up on like it's you know mounted up on its hind quarters dragging its tail kind of like a kangaroo yeah. on its yeah. hind quarters and it's like nah that that was a very popular theory for a long time but it was way wrong <laughs> it was way out wrong and, it, and it's this process of discovering and testing and theorizing and and being inspired by other people's work that lets these theories change and morph and then become uh, more popularly accepted and be proven uh, in in different ways and forms. And Dinosaur Discoveries is one of those experiences that inspires, like I said, young and old to come up with their own theories, to test their own theories. And who who knows, maybe somebody walking in, let's say a five-year-old that walks into Dinosaur Discoveries with, with their parents in their 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, and they both come out inspired to have their own theories about dinosaurs, the five-year-old might might be triggered to uh, become a paleontologist themselves, or at least um, get into the sciences uh, themselves. And, it, and, it's, and it's experiences like Dinosaur Discoveries that inspires the next generation of scientists and that's one reason i'm so thrilled about dinosaur discoveries is i kind of want to stick around on this earth long enough like maybe if i can stick around the next 200 years and just watch the generations coming up that can pinpoint oh i became a scientist whether it was a paleontologist or a doctor or whatever because i went to the houston museum of natural science and i saw this show called dinosaur discoveries and it just it just fizzed inside of me this inspiration to to pursue science and and, and be confident in in my imagination and following uh following these these theories i come up with dinosaur discoveries is is, is all of that so ryan we can go on for a very long time yeah. about dinosaur discoveries we could get pedantic we can go back to like just the dirt that these bones came out of uh, but I want to leave it with the listener 
to be inspired to go experience dinosaur discoveries themselves. So, so Ryan, can you speak one more time with why you should go, the listener should go watch dinosaur discoveries at the Houston Museum of Natural Science? Absolutely. Um, you know, like we talked about, Johnny, it's, it's an experience that involves a visual canvas, um, unlike anything that's really been presented before in a giant screen theater, certainly in a museum uh, environment. Um, we're talking about a four screen projection system that takes the audience through breathtaking panoramic views. Uh, there's a holographic projection scrim that brings to life dinosaurs uh, in 3D without the use of glasses or goggles or any type of 3D device mm -hmm. and really puts you puts the dinosaurs in the room with you, um, but also puts you in their environment hundreds of millions of years ago um, with a mixed media storytelling approach that is immersive. Um, but most importantly, as we've discussed on on this in this conversation, it's it's inspirational as well. And that's certainly the objective of this piece of content is that we're going to entertain, um, educate, and also most importantly, inspire. And it has a lot of heart, the X factor that it has a lot of heart to make the audience young or old inspired and, and confident enough to pursue their own discoveries, whether they're dinosaur discoveries or otherwise. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the Science Bite podcast and talking about dinosaur discoveries today. You bet, Johnny. Thanks so much for having me. Well, there you have it. Scoop up your friends and family and go check out Dinosaur Discoveries today at the Houston Museum of Natural Science in the Wortham Giant Screen Theater. Thanks for listening. I've been your mental curator, Johnny Hamburger. You've been listening to Science Bites, presented by the Houston Museum of Natural Science. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. But as always, stay safe and stay curious.